Hey, it's Christian Martin. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a recent trip to Australia, what it's like to work in Bali, and the three skills you need to learn to get paying clients. Let's go. You're about to be introduced to a group of fly-under-the-radar marketers who you've probably never heard of, living life on their own terms, working from anywhere in the world. While others live to work, we work to live. We reject the status quo, the cubicle, and the morning rush hour. We don't allow a boss to tell us how to live our lives. Instead of waiting until we're old and gray, we're spreading our retirements out over the next 60 years to enjoy the prime years of our lives. We can work from anywhere with a laptop and an internet connection. We do things differently. We work smart instead of hard. We don't trade time for money. We trade results and impact. If you would ask your parents or a college advisor if what we're doing is possible, they'd shake their heads. Yet, we're doing it every day from cafes on the beaches of Bali, mountain chalets in the mountains of Colorado, and jungle apartments in Colombia. And we're making more money than we'd ever make in a full-time job. This podcast is about one question. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from, where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. Here's Christian. Welcome back, everybody. I just got back from a two-week trip to Australia, and I spent about a week in Byron Bay, which is this cool little hippie town on the coast. And then I spent another week in a place called Port Douglas. Now, Port Douglas is north of Byron Bay. We took about a two-hour flight up the coast, and it's one of the most treacherous places that I've ever been. There are 10-meter saltwater crocodiles in the ocean, so you're not supposed to go near the edge of the water at dawn or at dusk, and you can actually get eaten by a crocodile in Port Douglas. And I had to ask myself, why would I even come to a place like this? And it was beautiful there, but Australia is just amazing in the perils that you encounter. There was three-foot-long bats hanging from the trees everywhere. Uh, the birds would swoop you, so if you're walking down the street, my sister was walking down the street, and a bird swooped down and cut the top of her head with its claws. So just one of the craziest places I've ever been, Australia. And I'm sitting here in Bali today. I flew over um, two days ago. And it just seems like a much safer place to be, aside from how crazy the traffic is here. But today I'm going to talk about the three skills you need to learn to get paying clients. So when I was in Port Douglas, we were there because it is at the Great Barrier Reef. And you, you get on this um, little ferry boat and you take about an hour and a half ride out to the Great Barrier Reef. And we decided to go scuba diving. Now, I've never gone scuba diving before, and I honestly didn't really have any desire to go scuba diving because I've heard so many stories from friends who burst their eardrum or had other things happen while they're underwater. And so I just didn't really think it was for me. I like snorkeling, but I can only last so long. But alas, I wanted the adventure and said yes to the scuba diving excursion. So our guide, Rob, a super nice Australian man, taught us all the skills we needed on the boat, and then we geared up, and you got a ton of gear on your back. It's really heavy. You jump in the water, and you sink underneath, and you're using the breathing apparatus for the first time. And we had to demonstrate these three skills we had learned to rob underneath the water. Now, the very first time I went under, 
I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like my chest was going to explode. Even though I had air in my mouth, I wasn't used to it. And honestly, I got kind of panicked. And so I had to demonstrate these skills. We had to take the air piece, the air piece out of our mouth and then put it back in uh, and do a couple other things, clear water out of our goggles to show Rob we were ready to go down. Now, this first time that I jumped in, I, I showed him the skills and I passed the test and then we went back up and we got ready to go on our full dive. Now, at this moment, I was a little panicked and I thought that was, um, more more panic-inducing than I expected it to be. And honestly, my chest felt like it was ex- going to explode. If I go underwater, if I'm 10 meters underwater, am I going to freak out and not be able to handle it? This is what was going through my mind. Nevertheless, uh, we went down on our dive, and I got to the bottom. And you know, after slowly adjusting, I was fine, and I could breathe normally underwater. And also, it was magical under there. It was... Um, Different than I expected. It was one of the cooler things I've ever done, I think. I mean, floating around underwater, swimming in and out of the reefs. We saw all sorts of fish. We saw some reef sharks and these giant turtles swimming right in front of our faces. And you could breathe the whole time and just float around under there and go exploring underwater in this whole other world. So it was actually one of the cooler things I've ever done. I absolutely loved it. And once I got underwater, that those same skills that were so difficult the very first time I had done them, by the end of the second dive, they were totally natural to me. So that's a really big lead up to the three skills you need to learn to get paying clients. But it makes a good point, which is the first time we practice skills, they seem really difficult uh, and they can even be panic inducing. They feel very unsafe. And that's just because they're new. And if we learn these skills, they can give us entry into a whole new world, which in this case was the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, which was a, you know, a once in a lifetime experience for a lot of people. So it was amazing. And I was able to do that because I learned these skills. And so if you want to go into business for yourself and get clients, now this applies whether you have an ad agency or you're a freelancer or a coach or a consultant, whatever, anything where you need to go out there and generate revenue. Um, sometimes we say eat what you kill, which means you're responsible for bringing in new business. Then these are the skills that you're going to need to build a business. And so once you develop these skills, they're going to be scary at first, then they'll become very natural and they will give you that entryway into the whole new world, which is entrepreneurship and self-employment and having the freedom to live on your own terms and work from anywhere. So skill number one is copywriting. Now, if you've never heard that word before, I'm saying copywriting, C-O-P-Y-W-R-I-T-I-N-G. So I'm not talking about uh, filing a copyright or anything like that. Copywriting is, is actually a fancy word for writing. We also call it ad copy. And copywriting is really fun. It's the words that go down on the page that are customer facing. And so what copywriting is, is not about being a good writer. It's about speaking conversationally and understanding your market. So it's really fun because it's all about psychology. So if you're the curious type, which I am, you should have no problem with copywriting. Be curious about people and figure out what they want. So I like to say it's kind of like being an FBI agent and interrogating a suspect. Your job is to get to the bottom of things. Then when you figure out what your customer really wants, then you put those words down on paper in a way that they will respond to. So you have to speak in your customer's language. So let's say you work with a doctor. And let's say a doctor calls 
their clients patients, uh, whereas a consultant might call their clients clients. And so if you're speaking to a doctor, you don't want to say bring in more clients, even though you might if you were uninformed. You want to say bring in more patients. So you have to make sure you speak in the language of your market. So that's skill number one, copywriting. Uh, and I'll give you a quick copywriting hack if you're on here right now. If you're trying to create copy for an ad, just go to Yelp for the business that you're trying to write copy for. So let's say you're writing copy for a chiropractor. Go to Yelp and just copy and paste one of the best testimonials on Yelp for that business into your ad. So that's going to be what we call social proof, and that usually works every time. Uh, post a great review. That's going to attract people that are similar to that reviewer to that business. Skill number two is sales. Now, this is a dirty word to some people. It scares some people off immediately. But whether you know it or not, everything in life is about sales. Now, we could also change the word to influence, persuasion, or my new favorite, leadership, because that's what sales is actually about. So sales is the ability to have a phone call with someone and accurately assess if you can help them and then offer your services to them. Now, contrary to what some people think, this is not forcing someone to buy from you, okay? So I want you to think about your local doctor again. We're back to doctors. Think about your local doctor. Does he have to sell you on a prescription or a diagnosis? Generally, no. He just diagnoses the problem. He provides a solution. And that's what sales is all about. So in this case, the doctor is exhibiting leadership. He is the expert, he has authority, and all he's going to do is ask you about your problems and then provide you with a solution. Now, he doesn't have to do a lot of convincing, he doesn't need to be sleazy. We don't often think of doctors uh, the way that some people think about used car salesmen, for example. So that's how I want you to think about sales. Become the authority, the trusted advisor to your client, and then your job is to figure out what their problems are and then offer a solution, and you shouldn't have to uh, sell them on that solution, just like the doctor doesn't have to sell you on a prescription or um, whatever else he tells you to, to get healthier after you go to, to see him. You want to get rid of that problem, um, so you're more than willing to accept the solution that the authority is providing. Sales should work the same way in your business. Now, skill number three is funnels. Whether you're building funnels for your own business or funnels for a client's business, funnels are just a series of steps we take someone through to take them from a stranger to a paying client. So this is where things get real. Funnels is just about finding one thing that works for a specific group of people and doing over and over again until you become the best in the world. Um, so if you're in the digital marketing business, we like to say the, the riches are in the niches. So in other words, you're going to get a lot better at funnels if you only work with one type of client. So you want to figure out your niche, who you really want to be a hero to, who you want to work with, and then just get really good at building funnels for those kinds of people. Um, and don't overcomplicate funnels. Let me explain um, what a funnel is. So again, I said it's a series of steps you take someone through to go from a stranger to a paying customer. So one of the easiest forms of funnels to look at is those sign spinners on the street. Have you guys seen those sign spinners out there? They're out there twirling signs, dancing around, listening to music. And what are they doing? They're trying to attract the attention of people who might be interested in what that business has to offer. And what they're doing is they're waving a sign in your face. Now, when it comes to online funnels, this would be the Facebook ad. The Facebook ad is the same as the sign spinner. 
it grabs your attention. It's kind of flashy, right? They're spinning the sign around, so it gets you to stop what you're doing and look over. Same with the Facebook ad. And if you like what that sign says, then you might step inside that restaurant. Now, if you go in the restaurant, uh, you're going to look at the menu before you order. So some people are going to walk into the restaurant, they're going to look at the menu, and then they're going to leave the building because they're not interested. This is the same thing that happens when you click through an ad. You're going to look at the landing page, that's the menu, see if you're interested, and you might give them your email address if you are. So if you like what's on the menu, you're going to order food at the restaurant. If you like what's on that landing page, you're going to opt in and you're going to become a lead. So that's an offline funnel and an online funnel. They're exactly the same things. We just use different tools to create them. So it's just a series of steps you take someone through to go from a stranger to a paying customer. So those are the skills you need to get results in your business. And like I said, they seem scary at first, just like scuba diving was for me. And they might make you feel really tight in your chest and you might want to get out of the water and go home. Um, But if you just keep going back in for a couple more dives and master these skills, you're going to open up a whole new world and it's going to be completely worth it. So now I can't get scuba diving out of my head and uh, I'm going to try and go again here in Bali right now. So that's it. If you have questions about these three skills, check out the free training at digitalnomad.com and I'll break these down for you in detail. Until next time, I'm Christian Martin. I'll talk to you later. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from where you can work from anywhere in the world? If you want the answer, subscribe to the podcast and leave a review now. If you want it faster, visit christianmartin.org slash podcast. See you next episode.